This is it. The Thanksgiving, the Nightmare Before Thanksgiving special. Yeah, oh, nothing. They're just trying to kill me in my sleep. Don't worry. The end gets kind of inspirational. I didn't really intend for that to happen, but it just sort of came out that way. So you could fast forward to the end. You can listen to the whole thing. You always donate. Money signs came for five. Keep me alive. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you enjoy this one. It's kind of disturbing. Good morning to all my cool cats, the coolest, hippest cats, listening to the coolest podcast, The Station in the Nation. I'm your host, Bling. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanksgiving morning. I was kind of on the fence about making this episode. I made a few last night, segments and stuff. And I was like, nah, eh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to publish that. I don't want to do that. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait. I'll just take Thanksgiving off and just not do anything. Um, be a bum. Eh, just be a bum. But that's not what happened, because here's an episode for you. And I can't, uh, I can't take all the credit for it, because it was inspired by the creeped out suburban here at the senior center at 5 a.m. this morning. Eh. Huh. Ling, what are you talking about? Senior Center, 5 a.m., Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Well, as my fans and listeners tuning in at home, Sweden, where you at? I woke up this morning in a little bit of a panic. Okay, normal. Bling's, excuse me, Bling's in panic mode, no problem. His fingers are sore. Uh-oh, red, red alert, red flags. His fingers are sore? His fingers hurt really bad? Uh-oh, he's getting zapped, right? Right, guys? That's what I said. I use my fingers as a gauge now. So, yes, I woke up here in Draper, Utah, at the senior center where I thought I'd be safe. Um, there's not really any close-by houses. There's not really any, like, close-by, like, busy streets. There's a park there, but, yeah. <sighs> Off in the distance, I see some cars, whatever. I was like, okay, well, I had to go to the bathroom real bad. That's another symptom. S- sore fingers, sore hands, really, like, really sore hands and fingers. And then ha- the need to go to the bathroom. Um, I don't know why that is, but every time I wake up and that's what I have to do. So it's weird. Maybe that heat um, does it. I don't know. But it's not fun. I hate it because it's freezing out. And it's like I have to get out of my sleeping bag, take a wizard, and while I'm doing that, it's like I'm getting zapped even more. Like, my, I'm totally exposed. Just totally, totally, yeah, completely, yeah, for real. I'm freaking naked as a jaybird out there. Freaking streaking out there. You have a little bit of bonus content in this episode at the end. It's a little, it's a little surprise that I left for myself. Uh, just off topic, a little FYI there for you. Like, my fingers hurt really bad. I can see the cars off in the distance. I can see, like, the, the exhaust sort of haze that emits when, when they're using their stupid torture machines. The stocking company using their torture machines. For real, you can see this, like, haze. Like, a, it looks like exhaust, like fumes, gas fumes. But it's not. It's like a beam. You can see that beam of energy. It's disrupting the, uh, the light. Yeah, the light waves. Frequently. I don't know. You can just see it. Um, you can see where it's emitting from. You can see who's doing it. And the cars, there must have been at least like, there's at least two people, at least two people involved. On Thanksgiving at 5 a.m. 
there's two people, most likely grown adults, or at least uh, over the age of 18, um, doing this shit. Like, two people following around a homeless person on Thanksgiving morning trying to kill him in his sleep again for what, the third night in a row? Except for the night before when I found that, that greenhouse room, freaking ditched him, kept my phone off, they couldn't find me. Phones aren't safe, people. Turn your phone on, they know where you are. Turn it off, they can't find you. Erase it, they'll do, they'll stop at nothing to get close to you and infect your phone again. And try and get to that Bluetooth. It, it's, it's bad. It, I wouldn't wish it on anyone because it's the worst. Um, it's just bad. It's no good. So I moved my, blank, my sleeping bag. I'm just pissed. I'm like, okay, guys, way to go. Let me move my sleeping bag over here now. I moved my sleeping bag to the front of the building because that's where they can't really get me. Uh, hopefully, at least I hope. And then as I'm walking back toward to get my blanket and stuff, I had to make two trips. As I'm walking back around, um, I see a car pull in. I'm like, oh, cool. Good, the police are here. And yeah, the police will probably be like, what are you doing here? It's 5 a.m. at the senior center. You're, yeah, I do have gray hair, though. Like, I am aging. I'm an advanced, I'm advanced age old man. So I'm at the senior center because I belong here. That's why I'm going to live. I'm going to start living here. That's why I brought my sleeping bag. Got a problem with that police officer, Draper Police? But it's too bad because it wasn't Draper Police. It was just a dark-colored suburban, newer model suburban. With, it looked like one person driving inside. It looked like Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer, no lie. I couldn't tell if he had, like, the amber-colored glasses. I didn't care. But I could tell he had some, some bigger frames, and he looked like Jeffrey freaking Dahmer driving the car. First, it's the Unabomber walking casually by, and... West Valley City, and now it's a Unabomber driving a Suburban in Draper, Utah. I'm like, okay, well, that's not the police, and he's a creep. <laughs> Great. Great. You got my knife on me, right? It's like, yep. Double check, you got the other one? Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Let's go get our blanket. So I go around the building one way, and then I'm coming back the other way. I took a different route. Wait a minute. Do you guys hear that? Do you guys know what that is? That's the Bling Vieira podcast playing, I think, off the distance there. You guys hear that, right? Hold on. You guys have to hear that now. Right? 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 That's the Bling Vieira podcast airplane. That's my airplane, you guys. That is my freaking airplane. On Thanksgiving, even. I, I was hoping they wouldn't do this shit on Thanksgiving, but here we are. Maybe I can get a shot of this. Hang on. Get another shot of it. I'm going to use the Suburban as a cover art, but maybe I can just... Just for, you know... That's bad content again, bling. Bad content, bling. Okay, all right. Well, you guys, are, you guys, my fans and listeners tuning in at home, get the idea. It's my plane. Freaking plane. Well, we don't, I won't have any proof. Oh, unless it comes back around. I did this last time. I did a U-turn and it hit the gas. Remember that? So anyway, I take a different route back with my blankets. And I was kind of caught off guard there. I was startled for a second because there's a dog with like a... There's Raver dog with the glow sticks. 
and uh, it's a rave over on the side of the building because this dog with glow sticks and, and the glow necklace is walking towards me. And it's the same thing that happened at Sugar House Park. The brown overalls. Same dumb as shit freaking dog owner. The same tactics. Same thing. Dog's getting closer to me. Get your dog away. Dog steps closer to me. Get your dog away. Dog steps even closer to me. Get your dog. Oh, you kids, dog. Dog just jumps back and starts, starts prancing off. There's an older guy. He probably had every right to be here at the uh, senior center. Um, but it's a little bit weird. It's like I'm about to get the knife out. You caught me off guard here. <laughs> I didn't think that there was anyone in the freaking parking lot at 5 a.m., let alone a dog like and the owner who doesn't listen, just like at Sugar House Park. Like three times I told this person to get their dog away. Get your dog. Okay, get the dog. Dog, get the dog. And then the dog just like listens and oh, all of a sudden it's off. It's gone. Prancing off. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you just have to mumble something to get your dog away and like... And get your dog. Give me the dog. Oh, the dog prance. There, there goes the dog. Off in the distance. Just runs off. You mean to tell me all you have to do is just mumble something and your dog will prance off, go bye-bye. And yet you just, you just want to keep encroaching like closer to the homeless person with blankets, grabbing for his knife. Why? Like, why? What is wrong with you? It's so weird, man. These are the weirdest freaking sickest people they're probably over here killing senior citizens they probably are taking their life insurance policies and stuff great now i just accidentally stumbled into that scheme yeah probably they're like oh how do you know about that too he knows about the draper he knows about we're killing senior citizens and taking their life insurance policies like great first it's raytheon and lockheed martin and collins aerospace and freaking intellectual property rights and now it's freaking fraud life insurance fraud just well i wasn't that hard to figure out i guess okay fine i'll put the leash back on the dog okay fine get the dog these people these people have problems man they're not like i got problems i'm not right in the head clearly this podcast cataloging all that but like let's get serious i'm not that that i'm not that bad <laughs> or maybe i am yeah you're worse a good dog, a responsible dog owner is not going to let your dog approach a homeless person with a blanket, reaching for a knife in their pocket. They won't. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's get the dog. Let's get the dog. Get the dog. Let's go the other way. Instead of just going, get the dog. Where's the dog? Let's get the leash back on the dog, I guess. Let's get the dog. Let's go for a knife and get the dog. Get the dog. And so I'm thinking, okay, so that explains it. Jeffrey Dahmer is walking the dog, early morning, senior center. All right, it's fine. It's fine. That's what the Suburban was doing here. It's just a coincidence. Siebling, you're jumping to conclusions. That's what happens when you get all paranoid like this. You start just jumping to these irrational conclusions. He's just walking his dog. He comes down here every morning. You just happen to be spending the night here because you came up late, Thanksgiving, whatever. That's how it is. So stop jumping to go. Oh, there's the Suburban. 
still in the parking lot. Like, that's what happened. I'm trying to talk myself out of it, only to realize, no, the Suburban, not only is the Suburban there, it's leaving now. The Suburban is driving away now. After I run into the guy and the dog. So I'm like, okay, well, that wasn't the driver of the Suburban because there's a driver still in the Suburban. Like, I was like, so what's the guy and the dog? Like, maybe they do come out here at 5 a.m. every morning, but he sure had the same type of behavior as uh, the, the, the brown overalls at Sugar House. Like, it, if they're out here killing senior citizens, I swear, like, they're evil through and through straight up evil because i wouldn't doubt it if that's what they're doing over here they seemed like they got it pretty pretty coordinated to get a good angle to zap me in my sleep in my sleep again to zap me in my to kill me while i'm sleeping like who does that why would you do that a homeless man at the senior center behind the senior center trying to sleep uh, just stupid man out of salt lake i'm out of salt lake i'm about what 25 30 miles away from salt lake south of salt lake draper i'm 25 miles away i'll get the exact corner. i would look at google maps and get to the exact downtown next segment third segment i will it's like seven minutes away how was your thanksgiving what'd you do no i had to work oh yeah what did you, where where do you work at what do you do again stalking company and freaking kill people and terrorize people far yeah, just kill people, just terrorize them, stalk them. Hmm. And so you had to work on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I had to work early in the morning and work late from Wednesday into Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had to work late. Well, what were you doing? What, what was causing you to work late there? What's so important? There's this homeless guy. We've been following him around. We followed him all the way from downtown Salt Lake. And then he went to the senior center in Draper. To wait till he fell asleep until like 2 a.m. 4 a.m. rolls around. We decided he's two hours into his REM sleep, you know? So we thought, well, that was a good time to zap him. Actually, it probably started at 2 a.m., so we've been frying him for about two hours. He woke up after two hours of being fried because his fingers hurt so bad. I was like, wait, are you being serious right now? Yeah, my job can sometimes be such a freaking boring drag job of stalking homeless people from salt lake what 25 miles south yeah so why are you doing this again get the dog okay, so what ended up happening on thanksgiving well he woke up and he was mad and so we he we he had his phone off we didn't know where he was because he went to the shadows and in the front of the building the side of the building and then so we had to drive the suburban to make sure keep eyes on him in case he makes a break for runs you know we can't can't lose him so um we've already invested this much time into killing him oh, wait you guys are actually trying to kill a homeless person in in his sleep yeah you're following a homeless person from salt lake city to draper waiting till he falls asleep and then you're hitting him with your torture devices yeah and what do these things do it's like a microwave raytheon has something called silent guardian it's like a portable thing and you put it on a car and Basically, it just microwaves them alive. Okay, so it's non-lethal though, right? Yeah, it's non-lethal, but if you get like four cars then and combine the streams, then yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. You can probably kill someone pretty quickly. 
I don't know why he's still alive, to be honest. We've tried to kill him. He probably shouldn't have survived the, the uh, car dealership. Downtown, bright car dealership, and we were zapping him like with everything we had. It's kind of surprising he's still alive. Makes sense that he ate a bunch of eggs the next day and drank a gallon of milk. He healed himself. Dude. So, um, how, how did the rest of Thanksgiving, how that interaction go with him? He's taking video of us, and you can see the exhaust fumes. It looked like exhaust fumes with the microwaves. We didn't know he's taking video. We got the video of the Suburban, uploaded to YouTube. He's going to use the Suburban as the cover art. Hopefully, he has a uh, good enough picture for Jeffrey Dahmer, the driver. And get the dog. Yeah, man, get the dog. You know, get the dog. So what, what's, what happens when you guys kill him? Nothing. Okay, so we just like hurting people and inflicting intentional infliction of emotional distress on people just because he kind of found out about this whole thing we had going with Raytheon where it's to poaching the technology and these Bluetooth devices to get in phones that no one knows about yet and our stupid touchless taser technology that he trademarked. So, he's got royalties for that now. He's dead though, we killed him. Oh, you guys went, did it for the royalties? No. So he just said some stuff or accidentally thwarted your, stumbled onto something and you felt it was appropriate? We would terrorize him all day, we'd follow him around, just get into his phone, try and plan stuff or try and do something, social engineer, something but yeah he's uh he's pretty wily he's uh you get the dog what's the next move what are you guys gonna do next just keep, continue to try and fry him from a distance and not do anything and when he confronts you just go what 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 i do what are you talking about bro come on bro what bro come on what yeah, we're good at that. It's an active denial system. It's pretty funny, actually, because we zap him from a distance, and he gets all mad, and he comes over and finds out who it is, and we're like, oh, he's not supposed to know, and then he finds out, and he's like, what? What? What do I do, bro? Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, it sounds freaking hilarious, man. I'll say. Jeez. That's pretty twisted, man. So what are you guys doing? Killing senior citizens over there, too? We go to senior center, kill a bunch of senior citizens, just zap them, turn it on. But they don't know what's going on. They don't. They have no clue this stuff exists. So we get into their phones, get their life insurance policies, zap them. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did I, and I did, I, yeah, I did. I exposed that now, didn't I? Ah, for crying out loud. Just as, as of doing a bit... And then it turns into that, and now it's like, okay, how does he know about the insurance fraud? How does he know about the life insurance fraud? Raytheon, life insurance fraud, how does he know about both of those things? You, we've got to take him out now. Go get, go get the cars. Get the Suburban. Get the Suburban. Yeah, thanks, guys. Trying, trying to be funny. Just, there's another issue. Um, I sleep with Coors Light cans, full ones. I don't drink them. I don't drink them. I have them in my coat. I use them as a bulletproof vest. <laughs> because 
the the micro I put one over my heart. I put one over like my, my kidney area and my nether regions area, um, because the microwaves can't penetrate that. The, the, well, the, the aluminum cannon for one, but that Rocky Mountain, that one hundred percent Rocky Mountain water beer inside is yeah. I don't, Coors Light says Rocky Mountain water, but Keystone Light doesn't. But I still suspect that Keystone Light's made with one. I can I know. I live in Salt Lake City, or I freaking was, used to. Not even freaking trying to get out of here. I guess there's going to be a commercial. Am I make a new one? I don't know. I don't know, maybe. And it's like, oh, great, the police are here. You know, I, I think it's the police. A suburban is the police, but it wasn't the police. And I'm thinking, like, all right, well, here's how it's going to go down, Bling. Just be professional. I know you look like a bum. You're holding a blanket. But just, just like, here's how it's going to go down. He's going to pull up. He's going to say, how you doing tonight? And then you're going to just say, great. And he's going to say, what are you doing here? Checking handles, door handles, trying to break in. And then from there, just say, there's no time for any of that. Uh, there's some people over there with cars that are like using energy beams and they're pointing them at me in my sleep. They're trying to kill me in my sleep. Could you go over there and investigate it and look into it? And then he's going to say, put your hands behind your back, you piece of shit. All right. There's a chance it won't go down like that bling and you might actually go over there and investigate it. You're just can't you're just gonna have to play your hand right and just yeah. Uh all bets on, all the marbles. Oh, oh is that is that who I think it is? Is that who I think it is off in the distance? You're just gonna have to take a chance on this one, bling. It's not the police, is it? Jeffrey Diver Jeffrey Dahmer driving a suburban? Damn. All right, well, let's go get the blankets. The rest, of, let's go get the rest of the stuff. Oh, great! It's not Jeffrey Dahmer. It's a guy walking his dog. He probably comes out here every single day. Oh no! Wait a minute. There's a suburban still. Like, what a nightmare! What a freaking nightmare! Oh, the nightmare before Thanksgiving and all through the house. Yeah, not a creature was stirring, including Bling in his sleeping bag because he's freaking got fried to death. Speaking of which. As a homeless person, there's, a, there's some stuff that you have to do. One of those things is take free food. If there's food there, it's free, take it. Unless, of course, you're like, it's meat, and you're a vegetarian, then you're not going to eat it. Like, don't do that. Um, which is a problem that I've run into a few times now. But as a homeless person, sleeping bag homeless person, I'm obligated. You have to sign a contract is a thing, the homeless association, who I, whom... I'm a voice for all, and they try to they try to do some litigation about that too. You're not the voice for all the homeless people. I am. It's like okay. You're obligated to take free food, and so yesterday at Fresh Market, when I bought this Kit Kat, which I, there's a bonus episode here. There's a bo- there, I'm going to actually include the bonus thing at the end, at the very end. So make sure to stay tuned to that because it's very lackluster and anticlimactic. I'm checking out. I'm getting stuff. I'm getting my chips and stuff. And I see this, all of these barbecue sauce packets, like tons of them. Um, someone took the time to get these little dishes or little, yeah, containers, the lid, little lid, a little clear container. And then put barbecue sauce in, in it and said this is for your barbecue thanksgiving meals now 
I only had chips. I had some sardines. I still do have some sardines in the backpack right now. Um, it's going to be a feast. No, I think, I've, I think I'm going to make some day Thanksgiving. We're going to make it. Have some plans. Visit friends and family. Because I probably won't be around much longer. <laughs> After this morning. The way this morning last night went down. Yeah, probably could only a couple more days. So it's going to be nice to see them one last time. I still got some sardines in the backpack. I was like, I'm going to take some of this barbecue sauce. And I, I look over at the lady and I was like, hey, is this free? Or, um, yeah, is this free? And she was like, yeah, it's free. I was like, yes. I'm taking this barbecue sauce. And I put it in the bag with the chips. And I remembered it last night and I was just kind of scooping up. I was like, this is pretty good barbecue sauce and chips. Just chips and barbecue sauce. Why not? I'm homeless. However, check this out. The concrete felt warm over here, like it's heated concrete or something. Maybe, maybe not, but I doubt it. Now check this part out. I grab, I'm going to have a little bit of breakfast here. So I open up the chips, I have a couple chips. I'm like, oh, the hot, the, the barbecue sauce, the barbecue sauce. And I'm digging around in the bag for the barbecue sauce. I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel like it. But yeah, that, I guess that's it. That's the container. Why didn't it feel like it? Because it's warm. Um, the barbecue sauce is warm, as in someone microwaved it, as in from a distance, that's how this radiation is, that's how effective, like that's how much they're pumping out here, warming up the sidewalk, as well as warm, just heating up my breakfast for me with, uh, without my permission. And I didn't really want my hot, hot barbecue sauce to be warm, please. <laughs> Do you guys know how cold it is right now? It's below freezing outside. That barbecue sauce should be like kind of frozen. Like it should at least be like, you, you probably could like break a chip trying to scoop some barbecue. That's how frozen it should be. Except it's warm. It's not frozen. And no, I didn't have the barbecue sauce like in my pocket or anything in the bag. It was not on my body at all. It's in a bag on the cement. If, the, if, it's a, if, if, it's, if the cement is heated, well, then maybe that's what it is. It's warm that way. Or it's been microwaved from a distance, just like I have been. Maybe it is heated, a heated sidewalk. It might be. I don't know. If, if, yeah, I don't know anymore. I don't, I don't care. I'm thirsty. I have another one. Why shouldn't I have another? I'm thirsty. These sidewalks are heated. I, um, yeah, I think I'm. I think I know where I'm staying from now on. This winter, roll. We could role play it the other way around. Want to do it that way? I don't know which voice. Okay, I just yeah, the other way around. <clears throat> hey, bling. How was your Thanksgiving holiday break? Hey, stalker, creep, murder, um, torturer. Uh, stalker, freaking creep, you freaking creep. How's it going, man? Get the dog. How was my Thanksgiving? Get the dog, then. Freaking creep. Get the dog. Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving, the dog? Um, I didn't really get a lot of sleep. Mm. Yeah, um, I fell asleep. I probably would have slept really well. I had I known the freaking heated sidewalks in the front of the building and not behind the building, 
the sidewalks behind the building are freezing. Um, but then again, this could just be the residual radiation, the radiation from the radiation from you guys trying to kill me in my sleep when I was behind the building on that freezing cement. So yeah, it's um, not the best Thanksgiving, at least not the best start to it. It's still, the day is young. Okay, good question. On a scale of one to 10, um, it's definitely not in the top three worst nights. I know that much, but it's up there. It's probably five. <laughs> it's probably number five. I get some plans later. Yeah, um, it's a good question too. Um, gonna try and make it up, see some family for the last time before you freaking creeps decide to uh, actually successfully kill me. I know you guys are getting frustrated that I'm still alive. Yeah, that's true. I also saw Jeffrey Dahmer in the Suburban this morning. That was kind of startling because I also ran into like your grandpa or someone with the raver dog collar. Yeah, he got the dog eventually when I was right there about to stab it too, just like the other guy at Sugar House Park. Right, exactly, and the dog. Yeah, I'm not sure what time actually we're getting together. Um, well, I know what time we're supposed to start eating, but I need to do some laundry, try and shave, try and figure out how to shower beforehand. I'm not sure if that's going to work. Um, there's actually like a, a pond over here at the senior center that looks very terrifying to me. Well, because the pond has like sheer walls of cement to where if you fall in, there's no ladders out. There's no anything. Um, it's just like cement. Yeah, there's no ladders. It's just cement and the water is dark. Um, it's probably even frozen right now. True, there's no ducks in there though either. There's no Canadian geese or ducks. I wonder why there's no Canadian geese around here. Do you know why those federal, federally protected animals that you guys are terrorizing? Yeah, the, the federally protected Canadian geese, the migratory birds that you guys are terrorizing with your stupid machine, your torture machines, you freaking creeps. And at the aviary too, messing around over there. Like I said, I didn't want to, dude, I thought I'm going to these places to try to avoid you freaking creeps, especially on Thanksgiving, at 5 a.m. on Thanksgiving, okay. Yeah, you get the dog. You get the dog, dude. You get the dog. You get the dog. Get your freaking dog. Get the dog. Get your dog. Get the dog. Get your dog. Get the dog. Get your dog. Get the dog. Thank you. Freaking creeps. I'm homeless, but I have my own airplane. Anyone want to ask me some questions about that? How does that work? Yeah, questions from the back. Oh, hey, nerd. What's up? Questions from the back. Nerd. Go ahead, nerd. Hi, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, bling. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, man. What's the question? So you're homeless, but you have your own plane? Yeah, speak of the devil, I think it's flying over right now. Let's try and get the hold on. Yeah, nerd, where's your, what kind of plane is that? Uh, I believe that the, I did not get to see it, but it sounds to me like a Cessna A7-6000 A7. And it's a newer model airplane because it was probably repossessed from a pilot who was successful, who was socially engineered to, to fail and probably sabotage and set up and who knows what else. But uh, they got his plane. Uh, looks like that's what, I can only tell that from the sound. I haven't seen it up close just yet. We're still waiting for it to fly over. Bless your heart, nerd. What would the world be like without you? Thank you, sir. It's 
So your question was, how does a homeless man have a, his own plane? Affirmative. It's kind of a long story. I mean, I don't really understand it myself. But um, I imagine that the amount of money that it costs to fly this plane over and over, if in fact it is, my, well, it is, then you could have just taken that money and given it to me and kept me off the streets and probably have a lot left over for extracurricular activities like a computer and typing stuff and a better job, future, a career. But instead, there's multiple trucks, there's multiple people, multiple individuals' lives who are taking time out of their own life to follow me around a homeless man um, in Salt Lake, I go to down to Draper, and there's more people following me around, you know? Like, you guys have lives, right? And someone, they, are you guys doing this for fun, or is this your job? Because if this is your job, let's reevaluate what's going on, along with, you know, Orthopedic Center, Liberty Park staff. Like, let's figure out what we're doing here first before we start doing this particular job because it this doesn't there's a plane that's flying around everywhere i go from salt lake to draper um there's these trucks that are driving around everywhere i go from freaking salt lake to well, alpine even freaking park city all the way over there uh that's like that's like what 50 bucks worth of gas probably round trip so with today's gas prices so yeah just freaking hook me up with the money instead save us both the trouble yeah help me out jeez i don't get it um is it because i, I owe money or was something i said because if i owe money then you guys could have paid for it however many times over with that plane <laughs> because i didn't owe that much money um yeah, it, uh, nerd, I can't tell you. I don't know for sure how it all works out, but I have my own plane. That's awesome. Do you get, it, do you get to fly in it? Do you get to fly your own plane? No, not yet. We'll see what ends up happening here. Um, but no, I, I don't get to fly in it. I just get to admire it from afar, from the ground. Ground to air. That's amazing. It really is astonishing that the someone would take the time but maybe hey it's all in my head it's just a plane that flies around everywhere that i am <laughs> coincidentally any other questions from the nerd or anyone else was oh, that coach honks i think that's coach honks coach honks go ahead hey everyone it's coach honks i'm tim i'm tom hanks long lost twin brother tom i'm tim honks there's a red-tailed hawk flying by yeah, that was a red-tailed hawk that just flew by. It was a big one, too. Healthy. Good. Probably eating a lot of squirrels. Go ahead, Tim Honks. What's the question? Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do I see myself in five years? Tim Honks. Coach Honks. Um, that's a tough question. That's a good one. Uh, ordinarily, I'd say a successful podcast host. Something went viral. Got lucky. I started trading again. Um, got a second chance at life. 
got a career, started a career, got a computer, was able to start typing again, um, writing stuff, doing creative things. That's what I'd say ordinarily. Uh, however, given this morning and sort of the past couple weeks here, uh, I'd say I've got about five days left. Where do you see yourself in the next five days? Probably um, ashes, just a pile of ashes somewhere, or maybe dispersed throughout. Uh, <clears throat> tough question, though. Good one. Thank you. You got it. Remember, if you can't find your lock to your locker, it's going to be on the lock bar. Right, if we can't find it on the, on the lock bar. If you can't find the lock for your locker on the lock bar. Thanks again, Coach Honks. I think we have time for um, one more question. Is that Sharon over there? Sharon, Sharon. Bling, you always get yourself into the stupidest situations. What's your question, Sharon? Can't believe you're in a sleeping bag homeless they're microwaving you from a distance. And Sharon, what's the question? When I heard your episodes about you waking up with your hands sore and hurting, and they're trying to microwave you alive. Sharon, question. I was not even surprised. I was like, you men always do the dumbest things and get yourself in the dumbest situations on Thanksgiving day of all days for you to not even care. You don't even want to do anything. You don't want to spend time with me. Yes, I do, Sharon. Well, you'd never give me a chance. What's the question? There you are at the senior center. On Thanksgiving morning at 5 a.m. And Jeffrey Dahmer's pulling up in a suburban. Like, I'm just sick of it. I'm so sick. Sharon. Okay, then. Smart Alec. How are you going to get yourself out of this hole? How are you going to clean it up? How are you going to be successful again? Thank you, Sharon, for the question. <clears throat> well, I know to some people's dismay and to some others' chagrin, um, I guess, yeah, I put all the marbles on the podcast and we started putting a lot of time in it. I haven't promoted it really professionally or spent money promoting it professionally because I don't have any money. But I'm trying to promote it the best way I can. I'm trying to participate in uh, other um, arenas, I guess, to, to promote the podcast and to try and sp spread awareness. So, um, yeah, I guess it's going to, I'm just kind of all the marbles on the podcast for right now. I think there might be, <clears throat> excuse me, I have some chips locked. Like, <clears throat> oh, just take your time answering the question like you always do and beat around the, just dance around the question like you always do and avoid the question. I'm not, I just need some, I just need a drink. Oh, and what are you drinking? Beer? Yes, actually. Why am I not surprised? Thanks again for the two questions there, Sharon. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to get myself out of this by either... Like, it, it's go for broke here. It's either going to make me or break me. And quite literally break me, like kill me. Um, I never thought I'd be, like, engrossed or consumed by work. I never ever thought I would be one of those people. I never would have considered being like an investigative journalist really as like a viable thing uh, for me, for someone like me. Like I, I mean, I'm sure I, I could do it just fine if I got my foot in the door somewhere, but like getting my foot in the door and doing it that way, it's like, nah, 
it's probably not going to happen, right? And I've said this in the past, like with Jamie Dimon, like certain opportunities just kind of came with him. Or, and um, it's what he did with those opportunities. It's what he did with, with those situations that made him the most successful like banker in American history. Sure, there's greed and sure you might not like him, all that stuff. But I know that he's like, I guess I don't know, but he gets, he got good grades in, in college. That's hard to do. Um, I wish I could have got honors at least with, with the, the, yeah, my degree, but I didn't. I got high honors with one, but I should have been better on the other. And just knowing that how hard it is to get good grades and like to excel at things, to be the best. Like I want to, I always want to be the best at what I do. Um, it's not conceited. It's not cocky. I just, that's, I want it to be quality. I want it to be the best. Um, I'm not super hyper, hyper competitive, really. Like if we're bowling or something, I don't really, it doesn't, you know, you can win. It's fine. We're playing a Uno or checkers or chess. You can win. But if I'm doing something actively, like skateboarding or um, I don't know what else I'm like hyper competitive about, riding scooters around after your car gets repoed, give me like a month on a scooter. And then I'll, like, how high'd you get on that one? How high'd you get on the jump? I might start to get hyper competitive there. Um, but with academics, I think I was pretty competitive. And it's, there, it's not a competition. It's just getting good grade. I don't know. I don't know why, but I know that people that put that much effort into their academics, like, it's, it's honest. It takes hard work to achieve those things. If you got them through slimy ways, but I just don't think he did. Um, he excelled in everything that he's done, and it's what he did with those opportunities when he was given those opportunities um, in different positions in life and quitting jobs or taking new jobs or taking on new roles, quitting old roles, managing a giant bank, which would be almost impossible to do, especially in today's like political climate. And, and today's like you say one thing wrong and it's like, OK, like cancel culture or whatever. Like I don't even have a chase checking account but i know chase is the type of bank that like appreciates customer loyalty and stuff like this is the um, hold on i'm jamie demon and i approve this message it inspired me to like okay so what are you going to do with your opportunities that you're given or your the situations that you're given that the hand that you're dealt how are you going to play it and yeah i'm sleeping bag homeless sure yeah they're trying to kill me okay yeah okay it's a pretty it's a pretty that's a huff <laughs> It's a rough hand, man. <laughs> you, you might want to fold on that one. Might not want to play that hand there, Bling. You might want to just don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't go all in. Don't go. That's a shitty hand, dude. Don't go all in. Oh, damn it, Bling's all in on this. Oh, he's too stubborn. He's all in. Sleeping bag homeless now. He's all in, isn't he? He went all in. Oh, that's a shitty hand, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, try and play it anyways. I'm going to try and play this one anyways. I'm going to try and bluff my way out of this one. There's a reason why I have my own plane. There's a reason why trucks and stuff are still following me. Um, 
there's a reason why I'm homeless and there's a reason why I was able to experience this um, horrific experience. But I've learned so much about myself too. And like, I've learned a, a ton about the world, like just Salt Lake City, I guess, not the world, yeah. It's how the world works, or at least how it works in Salt Lake City. Life, I've learned so much about life in the past month, the past three and a half weeks that like, I'm freaking tough, man. And I'm brave. Like that, those are two things that I was like, I'm a girlish figure and I don't know, I'm too scared. Like now, dude, I will get in your face. <laughs> it's like, I not even think twice about it. I don't know if I could beat you up or not, but like, I know it could probably take you <laughs> one way or the other. And that's, that's a good feeling, man. It's a really good feeling to be walking with your sleeping bag in one hand. I mean, kind of alternating hands. And just to, to have both arms so sore, you're getting zapped from somewhere, someone's zapping you, so it's even more sore and you're just more fatigued. You're walking uphill, like, it's, I guess it's kind of like exercise, sure, like, but like, there's something, like, come on, Bling, like, just go a little bit, you got this, like, you can, you can make it just a little bit farther. And I've made it here. I, I, I've made it to the destination every time, maybe late, maybe whatever, but like I've made it there and exhausted, depleted, um, tortured, traumatized. It doesn't really matter. I, I, I made it to where I was trying to go and sometimes I'm totally winging it and I don't know what I'm doing. I'll miss the bus, my art, I have freaking art, an art form. One of my best skills is missing the bus or the train by like, 30 seconds how do i do it <laughs> i try to i try to catch it on time no but how do you miss it every single time um i just try to be there to catch it and i miss it every time it's an art and how did you learn how to do that art it's not, it's a, just a natural ability. I'm just like a freaking virtuoso prodigy at missing the bus and the train by like 15 seconds every single freaking time. Tie my shoes, I would stop to tie my shoes. If I didn't just sit there like staring at the clouds for that extra 15 seconds, like dang it. I'm good at missing the bus and the train. Like, yeah, it's a shitty hand that I got dealt here and I'm sleeping back home fine. But like, I, it's the most listeners I've ever had and it's the, it's the most effort I've put into this podcast. And I, th I think that kind of reflects uh, in a positive light. Like, okay, it's the most time you spend on it. You're, you're trying to be way more conscious about what you're saying and what you're talking about. And more people are starting to listen and they're intrigued by it. Um, they care about what you have to say. They're interested in what you're saying. If, if anything, they're just entertained. That feels cool, man. And like to 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 realize like yeah there's an organization out there that is scared of you it, you're a threat to them and you're a homeless bum like it feels good just knowing that that voice is there the reach is there my impact is there like punching back twice as hard like i always say like always just absorb what you can and then just just freaking go at it like hit them back twice as hard make it hurt make it hurt twice as bad it's gonna hurt twice as bad and to be all in like this um it's super risky it's it's pretty reckless but like 
I could be wasting my time just doing a shitty job. And I wouldn't have anything to gain from it besides like, oh yeah, he's got a you know, strong work ethic. Like, I don't know, man. This is probably the, the most miserable I've ever been, but I'm consumed by this now. Not just the podcast, like, okay, content, premium quality, platinum, premium quality content. It has to be content, content, content. Like, yeah, I make tons of episodes that never get published and all that, but like, this is different. To go at this alone and to to uncover these um, just details and have these experiences, like just observing everything and being on, on guard at all times and being a jerk to people and an asshole to people on the street. What? I was just asking you for a cigarette. Gosh, you don't have to be so mean about it. God, just trying to ask you for directions for the train. You don't have to be such a jerk. I guess you're not so nice after all. Don't try and make me feel guilty. <laughs> Your opinion doesn't matter. Like, don't, don't try and do that. Here comes a truck right now. Speak of the devil. Got Toyota, what? Tundra, is it? If there are other lives interested in what I have to, of what I'm doing, and these are like adults doing this, like I'm doing something right then. I'm going the right direction. I'm, I'm making it hurt. I'm punching back twice as hard. Like there, there's a threat there that I was not even really aware of. And if, if they hadn't been so stupid and followed me around everywhere and made such a big deal, like from my own freaking plane, then I wouldn't have caught on. And it would just been like this, the Bling Vera podcast everyone knows and loves, where I go out to the woods and cry. But now it's like, yeah, this could be an investigative journalist, like, break. My big break. Um, I consider myself as Bling Vera now. Like, um, it, it, I introduced myself as Bling Vera, and that wasn't always the case before, <laughs> I guess. Uh, bunch of my fans and listeners tuning in at home are like what do you mean by that you're not bling viera it's just different now like i i say like come on bling like it's it's just different now like that's who i am now like i am like i am the podcast host bling viera and it's just different um a month into it like i started taking the podcast seriously after ebay happened in april and started monetizing stuff but like i i think i look at the potential there and realize that if if the world is really on the cusp of like war pretty much um computer screens and stuff like that it's not going to be tv screens cell phone screens i don't think they're going to be as popular especially knowing the vulnerabilities that cell phones have like screen clarity and high definition all that shit it it's not going to matter as much um if everyone's like if bombs are dropping, you know? And, but my point with that is like, it's going to be like speakers. It's going to be podcasting. It's not going to be YouTube or anything. It's, it's going to be like, yeah, Spotify and Anchor. <laughs> yeah, don't you wish you could download the Anchor app or go to Anchor. Like that's my theory. Um, hopefully it doesn't happen. Like hopefully the world stays intact and there's no huge ma- massive wars and, nuclear holocaust but like it just keeps getting worse and worse you know like we're not paying attention here there's an f-35 that crashed and i'm the only one that's talking about i'm the only one that's trying to get answers and like trying to figure out what the hell and the more i dig into it like just the more problems i run into which means that there's something going on here like you're asking the wrong questions you're barking up the wrong tree like stop 
you're, you're making the wrong assumptions. You're, you're trying to get the, the public riled up with their taxpayer money, the most expensive weapon in American history. Like, stop doing that, Bling, or you're going to die. It's like, so then kill me then. Like, if, if it's already that bad, like, I don't want to participate in that world then. Like, if it's, if it's already that bad and I can't talk about anything or ask any questions or just goof around even, accidentally stumble upon stuff and, and other nonsense and connect the dots that way, then just kill me. Just go for it. Like, I'm not going to make it easy at all. Like, it's probably going to be the most difficult thing you'll ever have to do. Not like on your conscience because I know freaking the ghouls soulless ghouls don't have a conscience but like to actually succeed in doing I say I'm ready to die and I don't care and blah blah like I am but I'm still gonna put up a fight like there's no way you're just gonna there's no way I'm just gonna freeze to death there's no way I'm just gonna like drown or something or drown and burn to death gasoline on the top of the water just like screw that like I'm in this hole I'll dig myself even deeper in this hole or I'll, I'll grand slam my way out. Like all the marbles, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah, I'm all in. It's a shitty hand, but let's go. Let's try it out anyways. I never thought, I didn't, didn't set out to be a podcast host. It wasn't something I was into. <laughs> really, I just was doing it just, yeah, to work on some skill to have that someone couldn't take away. And now it's turned into this we're like i'm consumed by it this is my work now like observing this the actions of others and putting connecting the dots like that's my work now and i i have gone i've i've taken it so far like i'm in this sunk cost fallacy now like i can't give up now i can't stop now i've got to figure it out or i've got to expose it somehow and, and bring more awareness to it but really like there's there's weapons out there that are on the street readily available like in my opinion probably more maybe potentially more harmful than guns combine some of these cars together and you can just another person died in their sleep another person died in their sleep another person like everyone's just going to assume they died peaceful in their sleep and did not just be completely like I don't know liquefied inside it's disgusting, man. Like the stuff these people are doing and just not thinking twice about. This is zero conscience, um, zero forethought, just zero remorse. Don't care about anybody at all. Um, and like I, I can't stand that. And it disgusts me so much. Like, like yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll absorb all of it, if it, if it means like exposing this. Like, just slime. Vermin. I don't know who's responsible for it all. I'm starting to dig into, like, the specifics with, like, Silent Guardian and Raytheon. And now even looking at um, Lockheed Martin and figure like, just kind of questioning, like, do you think Lockheed Martin might have, like, wanted to test their own shit out on their own shit? Or, like, like, what, like, is that even, could they do that? Like, would they do that? Like, well, it belongs to Turkey. Like, I'm trying to figure it out on my own here. I mean, it'd be nice to have some help. Money Science Guy Master 5. Money Science Guy Master number 5. Send me some money if you want to help. Keep me alive. But, like, there's a lot of questions here. And if it's a bunch of espionage and 
scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, and don't talk about this, cover that up. Like, that's taxpayer money, and that's a big, expensive freaking mistake there. And the fact that, like, people are trying to kill me in my sleep from a distance, but when I confront them face to face, what, what, what? Like, it's disgusting to me, and I, I, I want to break it open. I want to expose it. So, yeah, like, I know a lot of people don't want me to. <laughs> it's like, that aren't related, like, they're uh, not related to the story at all. They just want to see me, like, okay, just stop and get, just do something normal, like my dad. And I feel bad about that, but I just can't. I, I have to keep trying for it. I know I can't stay in Salt Lake, though. Like, that's true, too, because, like, I will die, most likely. And since I'm pursuing this, like, yeah, I've got to make some changes here, and it sucks. And I don't even know what those are just yet, but, like, I realize it's it's going to be tough here. But if if I end up being at least, like, somewhat right, half right, a fraction of being right, and still get somewhere with it, like, yeah, I expect to get some job offers, or at least just be a freelance invest- investigative journalist. Yeah, what's the problem? Let me Let me look into it. Give me some time and I'll figure it out. If I can't figure it out, then yeah, I'll let you know. Like, I'll give it my best shot though. And give me some time and I'll f- most likely be able to figure it out, man. Um, it's pretty incredible, and I'm like, as I'm as a homeless man, <laughs> like I'm really proud about it though. Like I'm really proud about um what I've done with this podcast and like just my attempts and efforts and just the fact that I'm so stubborn like no like I refuse I'm not going to do it that way I'm going to do it like this I'm going to give it this a shot instead and it doesn't make some others it doesn't make others proud either <laughs> but I'm I'm I feel good about it I feel like I I have the qualifications to yeah to come through and write my story out if I could just get a computer <laughs> Yeah, I can start typing. But I have this podcast, and I appreciate you guys listening. If you enjoyed it, tell all your friends. And as always, like I mentioned just a minute ago, as I'm begging over here, Money Science Game Master 5, that's Money Science Game Master number 5, Venmo at Bling Vieira. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care. Am I grateful for this year? I'm grateful for my freaking iron will that I didn't know I possessed and my knife. I'm th- I'm thankful for my knife and my iron will and my inability to die, my immortal soul, I guess. I'm grateful for a lot of stuff. I'm grateful for, I think it is a heated side, I think it's a heated sidewalk here. So I'm grateful for that today. I'm not grateful. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm grateful for the Scarlet Ibis. Not Red Ibis. It's Scarlet Ibis over at the Tracy Aviary. Um, I'm grateful for uh, the barbecue sauce today and the free barbecue sauce. The sardines in my backpack. The bonus that I'm going to add after this. Like, no music or anything. It's just going to be bonus freaking raw. Freaking raw. Um, I'm grateful for maybe finding the laundromat and the ability to wash my stuff and hopefully 
grateful to find a shower, I hope, and shave before um, I have to talk to everybody and do Thanksgiving. But you know what? I'm grateful for just the life that I've, I've led and the fact that there's people out there trying to kill me. I'm grateful for my haters. Okay, I wanted to catch this moment. I wanted to, re I wanted to record this moment because I'm pretty sure that I still have a Kit Kat in my backpack. And I, it's, it's funny because, hold on, I wanted to catch this moment. Now it's really not, this is not premium quality platinum plated golden content. Like you're all, you all know and love. Um, where's the Kit Kat in my backpack? Um, excuse me, I'm, you guys hear that? I heard a rapper. Oh, come on, where's, ah, oh, there it is. I think, that feels like a Kit Kat, that feels like four, that feels like four freaking wafers covered in chocolate, mm, mm, mm. Crisp wafers in milk chocolate, except it's Hershey's chocolate. My Kit Kat is still in the wrapping. I saved it from this last night. Heck yeah, I did.